Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh, boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Cool J and uh, smooth sea bass <laughs> for your listening pleasure on this Tuesday morning ish. Yes, I'm not sure. It's probably when it's going up. <laughs> Is that how we're doing it? I guess from now on, that's how we start it. What did I call myself? Uh, Smooth sea bass. Smooth sea bass. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Oh, <laughs> cool J is just someone else's name. Yeah, that's gonna. That's copywritten. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sure he's not gonna call me on it. Yeah, what's he up to nowadays? Is he? Uh, probably licking his lips somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna guess, applying chapstick. <laughs> if I'm gonna guess, that's what he's doing. <laughs> I always thought about that. How did his lips stay? not chapped if i lick my lips one time it's chapped for six months i don't know but the image i keep seeing him lick his lips over and over again in my head that's like the little vine and it's horrible it's the one from the music video with um doing it and doing what? it and doing it well no. not that one okay i don't know that he's i didn't know that he was in that one that's his song oh i didn't know that <laughs> i'm picturing him in the one word it's winter time with Jennifer Lopez. That is a gr- I love that song though. Oh, what is that song? I just can picture their outfits. Yes. And I can picture her sound, but I don't yes. know the words she's saying. Oh, baby. 
because he just like gets right up right up in the camera all and my pride is all i have and he's like pride is what you have baby girl and what you have <laughs> lip lick yeah. it's so bad wow thank you you're for welcome that because i needed the audio you're welcome i could oh. just but you do you want to know the main image in my mind was like her frosty eyeshadow yes so frosty the I was like, white fu- furry hat yes and then she's just got like icicles on her <laughs> lids <laughs> frosty she oh. turns into the snowman yeah i love yes. that music video it's really good. we're gonna have to watch <laughs> it after this could you imagine if that's what happened like at the beginning they're them and then at, by the end they are just snow people and, yes. <laughs> and it's an animation and you're like where am i oh man they really missed an opportunity there. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh are you comfy yes in your comfy pants? In my comfy pants. Mine are not comfy, but they're pants. Yeah, well, you got to wear them. So. Yeah. Um, we just said animation, which is, you know, what an introduction. Yeah. We uh, meant to do that entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That LL Cool J bit was planned. <laughs> yes. We had all of that written down. <laughs> yep. Especially the. <laughs> yeah. You ever tried to spell that? <laughs> First of all, I hate singing in front of people. So the fact that I just did that, so many people are going to hear, I'm going to hate myself. It was good. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew exactly, I was with you. It was mm-hmm. a very good Jennifer Lopez impression. Mm. I thought you were her. Wow. I almost asked you for your autograph. <laughs> I'll give it to you later. Okay. Um, did you think I was LL Cool J when I licked yes, my lips? Yes, absolutely. I, you, know. you look just <laughs> like him. I don't think so. I have gotten that like twice though in the last week. That you look like LL Cool yeah, J? Yeah, someone like tapped me on the shoulder and they're like, LL, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were really so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I thought you were taller. <laughs> Anyway, animation. Um, We're going to be talking about the movie Inside Out. Yes. So it's the Disney Pixar film. Uh, If you haven't seen it, like just freaking go watch it. Right. I don't even care if you have kids. You need Um, to see the movie. Honestly. One of my favorites. It's been highly recommended. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when Disney Plus came out, that was like the first movie that you and Noah watched. It was. And I told you, I was like, if you haven't seen this, please watch it. And also she was like, beware, you will cry. cry so hard. And <laughs> I cry every time I watch it, Me too. even though I know it's happening. Me too. If you haven't seen it, I truly don't want to ruin it for you. So shut this off. And don't go listen. Watch. Like, yeah. I love you. Come back. But after watch it first. Yeah. Watch the movie first. There will be spoilers. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to try. No. To hide it. This is your warning. So yep. if you continue listening and you're like, I haven't seen it, I don't care. Well, we warned you. Yeah. And way to miss out because it's great film. <laughs> Also, I'm before we get started, I'm just going to tell everyone that if you can hear tomfoolery in the background, oh, yeah. it's because our freaking significant others are playing Smash Bros. <laughs> They're smashing each other out there. <laughs> Their significant others are smashing in the living room. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? It's Super Mario Smash? Super whatever. Smash Bros? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, didn't play video I don't games. know anything about them. Yeah. Me neither. So, But I, I heard... <gasps> I heard Shane be like, ask him if he wants to smash, bro. And I was like, I hope that's a game. <laughs> well, as soon as I said it to Corey, he goes, ooh. <laughs> well, <laughs> great. It could go either way. Um, but yeah, I just heard them like cheering one of them. I know. So 
if, if you hear it. My boyfriend's got a really deep voice and it carries <laughs> like a lot. Uh, the dogs may also cry. Um, and I don't know how much editing Shane plans on doing. He might just leave it all in now that we've warned you, but oh well. I don't really I used care. to listen when I would listen to uh, in the very early stages. Now they're like a big podcast, but the My Favorite Murder podcast, uh-huh. when I would listen in the beginning, um, it was always, it's a true crime podcast. So it was always creepy when they were doing like a really intense episode uh-huh. because she lived in an apartment complex and you would sometimes just hear children playing in the background. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like a train because she yeah. lived by a train. And it, she would be like, ghost train. But seriously, I'd listen in my car and it would freak me out when I would when hear When you hear ghost train, what do you think of? I got nothing. You ghost don't ship? get anything? What? No. All I ghost picture train? is Hey Arnold. <gasps> that episode? That was a scary ass was episode. It? Yeah, that guy just sitting on top of the train, and well, I don't know why he talks like that. I think he talks like that kind of. Why can I? I can barely remember that. I can but barely I know, picture it, but I that episode. I remember telling Taylor to shut it off, and I was like, I can't watch this one. <laughs> yeah, it's freaky. It's too scary. Um, but yeah, when you said Ghost Train, that was the image that popped in my mind. Was that Hey Arnold? I'm ghost. glad because I knew there was something. I was like, I'm thinking of something. Yeah, I'm singing a something. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, and I also want to say I appreciate Jerry for bringing this. To- this is kind of a topic we've had in the back burner. But yeah. Because I've been sick, still kind of getting over it way better than last week. Yeah. But I'll be honest, I dropped the ball <laughs> this week. We had another episode topic and I was like, I could have put something together, but I felt like I wouldn't be giving you guys my all. And I just... <laughs> I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, please tell me you have a backup or we can do something. Yeah. I mean, it. I've had this one since I watched the movie because she told me it was such a good movie. Mm-hmm. And then watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, the, uh, the lengths that they went into creating this movie, like the authenticity of it yeah. and how, how well made it is and how I feel like not only are they making a movie that um, is able to help children understand their emotions, I feel like it helps adults understand. And be able to talk to your children. Yeah. It it was just such an incredible movie, and I feel like it d- deserves our, our attention. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and everyone's attention. Yeah. And I feel like it's a really good tool to reflect with, mm-hmm. because some of the things I like kind of made a brief outline <laughs> Literally throughout the movie, I had my notes app up and I was like, and this, and this. <laughs> yeah. um, and I feel like it's a really good way to kind of like check in with yourself and yes. be like, who am I and how do I work? And um, which is such an important thing that we I don't think a lot of times that we don't think about, but it's good for you as an adult, but it's really good for your kids, I think, to grow yeah. up thinking about. Because, okay, I, I think we should kind of talk about what Inside Out is because yeah. I, I want to get into more and people people who haven't seen it and don't give a shit about the warning. I'm sorry, what's happening? So Inside Out is a movie about the mind, I guess, and how it works. And so it takes place inside the brain of a girl named Riley. Mm-hmm. How old is Riley? It takes place in the beginning. I think in the movie she's like... Uh, 12 or 13. Yeah, that was my guess. Yeah, but it, it starts off as she's being born. Right. And so it kind of goes like it starts off with joy in her mind yeah. um, as being the only thing that's there. And then like 
So Joy is a character. Yes. The premise is there are people, like little tiny characters, if you will, in that your, are your mind. Emotions, basically. Yeah. So they're it and they're starts controlling out with Joy. Here. Yeah. Right. And she's at like this control desk and she's just like, that's her, one of her first things is like a giggle of a mm-hmm. baby. And then, um, sadness comes, sadness along. comes <laughs> and touches the control. And then that's when the baby cries. And then what is, is it, uh, is it fear? Yes. Pa- it's either fear or panic. One of the yeah. two, but he, I think it's fear. He I, comes I in cautious purple guy. Yes. <laughs> Bill Hader plays him too. Yeah. I love Bill Hader. Yeah. But he comes along when Riley's like a toddler and they describe him as like, he's who keeps Riley safe. Cause yeah. She's running around and she sees a cord and yeah. walks over it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then uh, anger yep. comes and then disgust yep, is the other one. <laughs> They're like, she keeps Riley from being poisoned. <laughs> and she's Ew, like, broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was, when I was looking up stuff like interesting things, this isn't something I was going to include, but someone pointed out that she is green and yeah, shaped like she's broccoli. Shaped like broccoli. You, well, yeah. they, I looked up a thing and um, fear is supposed to be shaped like a nerve, like a raw nerve. Oh. Uh, anger is red and he like explodes yeah. whatever and then joy is a star mm-hmm. and sadness is a teardrop oh mm-hmm. i didn't catch any of that. yeah <laughs> but <laughs> i did catch their coloring yeah and that's actually something i wanted to talk about but we're gonna get back to it so like their headquarters yeah is the mind yep and they have this like control panel um and they kind of not necessarily take turns joy is like in charge yeah and then when new situations arise the other um emotions kind of step in yeah but joy ultimately tries to reroute her back always tries to make her like let's get back to being happy positive whatever so the conflict for riley but not the conflict for the emotions because there's like two separate Mm storylines but they go together yeah so riley and her family move yeah so this was like a big um, you know, Riley was being taken from the home that she knew. She was moving away from her friends. She was going to a different school in a different, different city. city. The house was like grimy. The mm-hmm. thing, their uh, moving truck was late. So she wasn't able to like get her things Any and make it s- feel homey. Mm-hmm. So she's feeling completely displaced. Right. And she's now struggling with this. And so all of the emotions in her mind are, are like, going insane. Yeah. Something where she was leaving what was comfortable and where joy was able to kind of like, run shit (laughs) yeah Yeah. now joy's like i don't know what to do here and she's trying to get everything back to like all the other emotions kind of like hold on wait yeah but they're like oh this is gross this is scary this is new this is sad i'm sad yeah right and joy's like um i think everything's gonna be fine don't worry about it it's great it's great yeah um and they have these things in the mind called um well, they they have memories. Yeah, so, like, so every time something happens, a little ball comes out. And it's yeah. like a little memory snippet. Right. And the color of the little ball, and I saw someone say those are like her marbles. Mm-hmm. So when you're like, I lost my marbles. Yeah. That's funny. So the marbles will be the color, like the color of the memory corresponds with the emotion that was felt during the memory. Yeah. So a lot of them... Are you like yellow? We're yellow mm-hmm. until that day she moved. And then, and then there she was, was having green, red, yeah, blue, a lot of fear, mm-hmm. um, a lot of sadness. And then something happens where sadness touches a memory. 
A core memory. Right. Now, a core memory is something that um, <clears throat> helps make up Riley's personality. Mm-hmm. So there's these things called islands of personality. Mm-hmm. And core memories make up these things. And what happens is the core memories get changed and then they go missing. Like they get lost. And so that makes her islands of personality fall apart. Yeah. So the things that she, she basically like forgets why she was happy. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, okay. Now that you've kind of gotten the premise and the whole thing is about trying to get those happy memories back to headquarters to make sure Riley can be a functional person again. Yes. (laughs) According to joy. Right. So, um, the whole time joy is kind of like with sadness and, and she's like, and sadness the whole time is kind of like, we have to get you back because Riley can't be happy if you're not there. Right. And at the same time, Joy is like, you're right, but could you stop touching shit because you're, you're making, making everything, everything sad. sad. Um, and I don't want her to be sad. I don't want her core memories to be sad because then she'll look back on her life mm-hmm. and things will be sad. She'll remember them as sad instead of happy. I don't yeah. know what this will do to her personality. Yes. So, because something that I thought about is that I know that when I remember things, they're different than what I was feeling when I experienced them. Exactly. Yeah, same. So... I almost always look back on memories with kind of a sadness. I don't know why. See, I don't. I do. Which is funny. Okay, we're going to get to something about that too. And... And the reason I wanted to do this is because I think it's fascinating to ask ourselves these questions like, what do we, do we have core memories? What do we think our islands of personality mm-hmm. are? Like are the things that stand make out and make us, us who we are. Yes. Um, and who do we think is in control? Yeah. Who do we think? Because Ooh. something that you and I both noticed in the movie is that they actually go in the brain's of the parents. Yeah. And joy is not the one controlling. No, in neither one of them. Right. So in the mom, sadness Mm -hmm. is controlling, but you said something that you thought. Yeah. I feel like when they, because at the end of the movie, um, like when she's turned, she's, aging up and whatever and they're all then um they i get pictured like, her like a sim there yeah. where she just like spins in a aging circle up. yeah <laughs> well she get so they show that they're getting like a different um what's that like board control panel control it's like panel. bigger yeah yeah and then it's got all new buttons and stuff and puberty's like, on there yes so like as they get older and you can see in the parents their control they're like huge yeah and they have more people in there um and so I don't know if, but I said, I thought instead of sadness, it, the mother's was empathy uh-huh. or like, you know, just yeah. like, like a different vert because they matured along with the, yeah, people, because your basically. emotions do mature and become different. Yeah. And so um, you're not just like, I'm sad. I'm happy. It's like, oh, I'm empathetic. I'm right. And whatever. that's something at the end of the movie is that like joy realizes memories can be both sad and happy mm-hmm. and actually that they need to exist together. Yeah. You need sadness. Right. Basically. Because if not, if you're just trying to put on a happy face, then you never actually feel. And then you never get those, like she shows one memory where she's really sad because, um, she doesn't win at hockey or something. Yeah, Something with hockey. But because of that, because she was allowed to feel that sadness, then her parents came over and they had like a moment together and 
it, that would have never been possible if she didn't feel that sadness. Right. First. She so would. It, it, it kind of gets the point across that like you don't know what joy feels like if you don't know sadness. Exactly. And that you need to be sad. It's okay to be sad. Right. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code TANGENTS20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code TANGENTS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code TANGENTS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or afford them, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine 
and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house... You probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) Always have some seriously but it's so nice because i don't have to change it as much as normal but i still have some on deck then whenever i do need it and you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy that's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20 percent on your first order and get a free cat toy prettylitter.com slash tangents terms and conditions apply see site for details what is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it. 
And you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first flex cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash tangents. Yeah, it's not that you need it, but like, it's okay. And when you are. Well, here's something. Sorry, we're a little all over the place because there's so much of this and I just want you to hear all of it. Um, Okay, we mentioned about mom being -hmm. in control by sadness or like empathy and dad is in control by anger. Anger. But we also kind of thought maybe that's like just discipline. Stern, yeah. Yeah, Like, But um, I was reading from the director and he said that, um, this is a direct quote from him, Weird things. Oh, no, that's not the one I wanted. (laughs) This is him talking about memories. Like throughout the movie, there are things like weird things like it's night um, when short term memories are rerouted to long term. That's something um, sparked the whole idea of kinetic ball like sculptures go down to long term memory they talked to actual they had psychologists and children psychologists like on set with them when they were making the movie right I'm so mad that this is not what I thought I screenshotted (laughs) but that makes me so annoyed what was I even saying anger dad with anger no wasn't that great (laughs) this is why I don't do the research I'm so sad man I remembered it. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't because we just paused <laughs> for me to find it. Okay. It's so funny. We just actually <laughs> listened to it back because I was trying to find my train of thought, mm-hmm. which is also in the movie. <laughs> it's train trains of, of thought. thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about what the director said about sadness mm-hmm. because in the original, oh, yeah. when they were first drawing out the storyline, Joy was paired with fear, really? not with sadness. So the reason they switched it, and this is a quote, is that the role of sadness was originally intended to be male at first. Sadness looked differently on. And um, the reason that they decided to do sadness instead of fear is because there's no way to avoid sadness in life. Oh, ooh, I love that. Isn't that like, dang. Yeah, that's really true. And I think that's a really important thing um, for young children to understand because, and I'm going to say this and probably make a lot of people mad, but sorry, but I think especially young male children, um, you're told, toughen up, you're not allowed to cry, yeah. you're not allowed to be sad, suppress, 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 hold it down here. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, if you look at some of those people when they get older, they turn that sadness into rage. They turn that rage towards people that they shouldn't. Well, because if you notice in the movie, um, 
whenever joy isn't there to take over, mm-hmm. the other emotions are fighting. Yes. And so sadness also isn't there. Yeah. So when joy and sadness aren't there, other emotions take over in and instances. She's just acting like pissy and mad the whole time. Right. Basically. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of saying like not to, and you know, there are, I don't know that it's just males, but yeah, it is. There is this logic that if, if you show emotion as a man, then you're less manly. Right. And like, I don't know why we do that to little boys, but I know that I I have a son. That's why I'm speaking on it so much. And I definitely know that as a child, I was not told as much as he is told like to stop. Right. It was just like, Oh, she's a girl. She's being dramatic. She's throwing a temper. But like, but that's also damaging. It is for sure. Because it's also minimizing that emotion instead of learning. Like it's okay. To feel it. this. Right. You're allowed to be sad. We are humans. Those are natural human emotions. Right. <clears throat> so I loved that he said that and that I love knowing that that wasn't the original game plan yeah. for the movie and knowing that he was like, actually, I think it will be more beneficial mm-hmm. and I think it'll be more impactful if we go this route. Yeah. I like that a lot. My dog just freaking scratched at I know, the door. That scared me. <laughs> so now we're in a my favorite murder episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um so let's answer that question. Okay. Of who do you think is in control? Oh, I know for sure. Mine's sadness hundred <laughs> percent. I knew you were gonna say that when you were talking about looking back at memories. Yeah. For sure. I knew that before you even asked it because I thought about that when I was watching the movie and I was like, oh, mine's for sure sadness. Yeah. Or maybe not sad. I just think I'm also like an empathetic person. Although I do have a lot of like goofy, joyous moments, but I think. Well, yeah, but you're talking like most of the time rules most things. Sad. I'm not (laughs) surprised. Like I would have guessed that or fear. Yeah. But but not but like how you said um sadness grew into like empathy or anger grew into like discipline and sternness. Is that I have depression and anxiety. Well, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that fear developed into yeah. anxiety. Yeah, 100%. Because, because that character is very anxious. Oh my gosh. Because that's very anxious. Yeah. So I would have that's what I thought. That's funny. I think mine and it's not just because i want to be like i'm happy i think mine is joy i do too but but not in a good way yeah (laughs) i think in a way where she's almost like manic where she does she (laughs) no not you but i'm just saying like you're manic (laughs) you're manic as fuck no like in the movie i was just gonna say touch on this point a little bit that like she is so like freaked out sometimes about Riley not feeling anything other than happy. She'll, she like even if there's a moment where they're all like, "Joy, come on, look at this. Everything is shit." Basically, right. she's like, "No, no, 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 no. Look, look, look. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happy. We'll yeah. make it happy." Like she's like, "We're not going to feel any other feelings." Right. Riley is positive, and she is whatever, and she's gonna turn this around. She's our positive, happy girl, and right. like I think that's good, but I also think that can be damaging because then right. you feel like no matter what gotta put on a happy face and i can't show people that i'm not and i think that's me i know that's why i'm (laughs) saying like (laughs) everything you're saying that's me so it's i think what started out as joy is i don't even know what it evolved into but it's it's almost just like like she's in there like everyone calm down (laughs) we're gonna be fine and they're like joy are you okay and she's like no (laughs) but we're happy look at me this is a smile i'm smiling (laughs) 
we're gonna have a good day (laughs) yeah that's that's kind of what I feel like and I feel like in a way when I connect with people who I don't feel Mm -hmm. are have joy in like the cockpit oh my god I'm sorry I just realized that we're the whole movie because we're sadness and joy just hanging out (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) oh wow I know Oh, that's actually hysterical. That is really funny. We can't exist without each other. We can't. It's beautiful. <laughs> wow, that's so funny. Oh, man. But yeah, I feel like when I connect with people, I try to like make them not be yes. ruled by anything other than joy. <laughs> Me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, be happy. Yes. But I did that with Shane when yeah. he was struggling. And I do that... Um, <clears throat> Like whenever I have a friend who's sad, I'm just like, and I like perform a trick. I'm, I'm like a dancing monkey. I do that too. To my detriment, to the point where I'm like exhausted Yeah, because I have just depleted all of my joy trying to make everyone else feel joyful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, we're learning a lot about each other. I know. I kind of think we knew, but isn't, I love this. Yeah. Um, This is a fun conversation to have. And it's not really like our normal shtick, but I mm -hmm. almost want us to like pick something like this. I thought this would be a good uh, breaking it up from like, you know, that one, the twins who (laughs) went nuts and ran into the road. Yeah. (laughs) That was a heavy episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or even like the conspiracy theory stuff. Now it's just like, it's... The it's reason I like our uh, question and answering episode, a yeah. Bit, but it's just like looking. We're asking ourselves. our own questions, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of um, in the same vein of like being curious about like you know anxiety, depression, um, self reflection, things like that. But it's not as heavy because yeah. it's based on a children's movie, exactly. <laughs> so ev- everything's fine. Remember, <laughs> I'm Joy. A good time. I'm LL Cool Joy. <laughs> I'm LL Cool Joy. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that's the name of this episode. <laughs> okay. Everything's fine. I'm LL Cool Joy. <laughs> I can do that. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so here's a heavy one. Oh, boy. Can you think of any times where you felt like you lost joy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can I ever? How long do we have? Yeah, seriously. I can probably think of the first one, though. That's probably the heaviest one. Because I remember having joy. It actually, whoa, it's kind of the same situation. But it was when we moved from my childhood, like, house where I had my best friend who was, she lived right across the street from me. And I loved that house. I loved, and and also I was in um, elementary school and, like, life is chill as fuck you know what I mean like your yeah. life is good you don't then, know it then no but it's so good yeah. and then when I moved we were in middle school and middle school was super hard for yeah. me super hard but at least when I was done at school getting tormented and like made <laughs> of, I could go home and that friend was still there I would right. go to her house every single day or on the weekends it was like a break when when we moved and it was just across town but we couldn't drive and our parents really right. my my mom worked like three jobs yeah and then her parents really didn't try so like sometimes we'd ride bikes and meet each other <laughs> in the middle yeah and like at the park or something but um other than that it was like okay well that was when I started hanging out in my room a lot and like not and I think that's really when it set in that like 
yeah <laughs> there's and then i don't remember feeling a lot of joy that whole yeah year so <laughs> sad <laughs> it is sad um but i think like thinking about those times and realizing i've never thought about that till now that that was so like sorry. no no that's okay that see that's important though because i think if you understand your journey you'll realize where you yeah, are like and where it'll it help comes you from figure out where to go because i think they become triggers mm-hmm and you don't realize why they're a trigger. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why I have such a hard time moving. I think that's yeah. every time I move and yeah. I feel like I'm never settled. I never feel settled. Yeah. Even now, Corey, we were just talking about that. I'm like, oh, we've been living in our house next month will be a year, but I still have things in boxes because I'm like, we could move at any time. Right. You know, I don't had get a, too comfortable. Yeah. Within three years, I moved six times. Yeah. And it was, oh, that was the worst year, a couple yeah. years ever. But that to me, I think all stems from back then because right. it was like, I don't know. Yeah. I think I, I have a hard time thinking about like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I just heard Corey laugh out there. <laughs> um, I have a hard time like trying to pinpoint when I feel like I lost it because I always felt like joy was still in control. Right. So like the first thing that's coming to my mind is when my grandma passed when Mm -hmm. we were in fifth grade and I went to school that day. Like my mom, she passed in the middle of the night and, um, my mom, we sat in my sister's room and my mom told us that my grandma had passed and, I remember I smiled when I found out she passed and I know that sounds weird, but it was because she had pancreatic cancer and like she wasn't suffering anymore. Yeah. She, the last time I saw her, Mm -hmm. she was sitting in her chair at home because she wanted to be at home and she couldn't lift her head and she couldn't open her eyes. And my mom, my mom, I think knew we were nearing the end and she lived right next door to us. So I was at her house all the time. Right. Like if there was anything going on at my house, her house was my escape. Yep. So I would just go over and I'd watch her play solitaire in her chair and I'd watch her play jeopardy. Yeah. And I spent so, I probably spent more time in her house than I did my own house. Mm -hmm. Um, like if I, we were playing outside and I had to use the restroom, I would go to her house to use it. Yeah. (laughs) Because she had cookies. Yep. (laughs) So, when I went to see her for the last time, she couldn't lift her head up and she said, I'm so sorry. Um, grandma's so tired. That's what she said. And I was like, it's okay. And I told her I loved her and I gave her a hug, but like she couldn't really move at all. Um, and so I smiled when I found out that she, you know, had gone to heaven because she wasn't feeling her pain anymore. And Mm -hmm. she, she wasn't my grandma at that point anyway. Like she was yeah, obviously, but, but she wasn't the, the woman. No, with. she wasn't the woman who came out and played basketball with me mm-hmm. or the woman who um, taught me swimming lessons. She, she couldn't do those things anymore. Yeah. And so, and I know that that bothered her. Mm-hmm. I just thought about my mom listening to this and like, <laughs> I hope you're walking in Hawaii when you listen. <laughs> <mom>. <laughs> um, but I remember going to school and that was the day that the fifth graders were supposed to read books to the to the first graders. I was going to say, I thought it was second grade. Yeah, but yeah I remember this. Is either fifth? Because we or were in fifth yeah. grade, right? Yeah. Yep. And um, I remember who I was paired up with. That's so I don't remember who I was paired up with, but I remember um, the book that I got, mm-hmm. and 
at the end of the book, it was about a plant and the girl, the plant was having trouble, um, like thriving and growing. Mm -hmm. And the girl started singing, you are my sunshine. (gasps) And my grandma used to hold me like a, like I was a baby, even Mm -hmm. though like I was, (laughs) I don't know. I felt so big in her arms. Um, Oh my God, I did that. I do that with Noah. Yeah. I still hold him like he's a baby sometimes. He gets so mad at me. (laughs) But she would do that and she would sing, you are my sunshine. And so when I read that book the morning after she passed, I had to leave the classroom because I started crying. Mm -hmm. And the teacher was like, is everything okay? Like, I know what's going on. You don't need to continue if you don't want to. And it, that was the first time I felt like real, real sadness. Yeah. But I still felt joy at the same time yeah so it was like a fond memory looking back. yeah and i feel like that's wow that's crazy yeah i feel like that's always been um how i've dealt with things yeah i think when our grandma died when we were juniors is um a time where i struggled to see both Mm -hmm. um because she died of this exact same thing and it was i watched her go through the same thing again and Mm -hmm. it was like um, deja vu and groundhog's day. And it was, it was miserable. Um, but she had told our grandma at my other grandma's funeral said, you know, I will always be here. And as much as she meant that to be a supportive sentiment, saying that to a fifth grader, right. is not like the greatest thing to say (laughs) because I don't know that that's not real. (laughs) Right. Um, you're like, wait a minute, you said you would always be here. Yeah, yeah. That, and I think that's why I struggle with mm-hmm. um, people leaving. And I leave people before they can leave me. Mm-hmm. So well, there's... We are really <laughs> breaking down a lot of our inner walls. My mom's going to yeah. love this episode. <laughs> she likes when she gets to know us better. Yeah. She's like, I love the episodes where you guys get really into yourself. <laughs> like, like, not like vain, but... <laughs> But yeah, I think in all those, t- and, and any time I can think of um, where I felt sadness, mm-hmm. I, even when I had my miscarriages, yeah, I searched for, for the, the happy, happy in that. Yeah. The so ha- like knowing that both our miscarriages in the way that they happen led us to have my genetic testing, which led me to my medication, which led me to Ollie is like, oh, they were a positive thing mm-hmm. where like when I tell people their first thing that they say to me is I'm so so sorry. sorry. And I'm like, I'm not sorry. Yeah. I'm not sorry because I wouldn't have my son if I didn't have those. And so like, I I'm grateful that they happened in the way that they happened. It was sad to experience, but I'm happy for them. So it's, it's so bizarre to like talk through all the times where I know I felt sad and realize that I attach joy to them. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I will look back at happy moments and be like, Oh, I'll never experience that again. <laughs> yeah. Why I will put a sad turn on that, but I do. Yeah. All the time. So weird. You know, something else I noticed is if I ever experienced a time of just like straight up bad, mm-hmm. I refuse to look at the bad. So like when I was in my unhealthy relationship for four years, mm-hmm. it took me a very long time <laughs> to see the bad in it. Yeah. I, well, I did that too. That. Isn't that crazy that yeah. you like put on your blinders? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your your brain blocks all y- of the it bad. It really does, especially and when you're like, going no, through something remember, really traumatizing. Remember this date or remember yes. this night or remember this song. And I it, feel like that's like a healing thing that like your brain is trying to protect you and be like, hey, 
you're not, it's not that bad. Like, is it or is it an addiction type thing? Oh, it really might be an addiction type thing. Yeah. Be addicted to those positive feelings so much so that you're able to put on your blinders for the bad stuff. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> really learning a lot about myself right now. <laughs> um, let's maybe do like... Uh, a happy one. Okay. Imagination Station in the movie is one of my favorite places. Okay. So do you remember anything about Imagination Station? I'm trying to remember. Is that where... Uh, Bing Bong? Yeah. Oh, Bing yeah. Bong takes them there. Okay. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, Bing Bong... Oh, God. ...is the greatest character. And I have some information about Bing Bong as well. Do Bing you? Bong is Riley's um, imaginary, imaginary friend. friend. Did you ever have an imaginary friend? I did. Her name was... Oh, my I mom. I did not. You never did? No. I used to talk... My mom Sam has a did. video I of I forget me. his name, but he was scary. Embolim. Embolim? Embolin or Embolin. Yeah. And I don't know why. She lived in a big yellow house, um, which is what our grandma lived in, but it wasn't yeah. my grandma's house. And she went with me everywhere. I, I would talk about Embolin all the time. Ask my mom about her. Hmm. I think that I'm saying her name right. I, don't, I think it was... Because it wasn't like Evelyn. It was like... Embolin. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I was trying to say I'm. I don't know why I would know that name. Yeah. Though. But isn't that such a bizarre name for a child to yeah. come up with? Yeah. Sam's Sam's imaginary friend was like an actual name, and it was a guy, mm. and it was scary. Like he was weird. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that he was around. That's strange. I, I forget his name. Mine was like another little kid. I don't remember. Hers was also like a littleish kid, and then he had a brother. Really? So like she had a whole imaginary family. I don't know. She'll have to tell me. Sam, remind me of his name. Um, I don't remember. But Bing Bong in the movie is made of like cotton candy, and he's like part elephant, part cat, part dolphin. <laughs> yeah. And they said the reason this is gonna make you emotional. Oh. The reason he's part elephant and part dolphin is because elephants never forget, mm -hmm. and dolphins never forget. They actually have the longest memory of not other than elephants uh, of like a non-human mammal. Mm -hmm. And um, elephants, like whenever they meet another elephant, they'll remember it forever. Mm -hmm. And so they're saying that even if Riley forgets him, he'll never forget her. Oh, oh my god! And there's a line at the end. Again, I told you not to listen to this. <laughs> there's a line at the end. Um, Take her to the moon. Yeah. So <sighs> Joy and Bing Bong <laughs> end up in the dump. Yeah. They, they yeah. It's like where all the <laughs> forgotten memories go. Yes. So, so like, if you don't use a memory for a long time, it fades and yes. then they just like throw it away. They're like, Shoot we don't need away. this anymore. Yep. Um, and so they end up down in the dump with all these forgotten memories and they're trying to get out to get Joy back to headquarters. Mm -hmm. And they're in this. Uh, wagon. Yeah, it's his, his his rocket ship. Yeah, that runs on song power. Mm -hmm. But they try a couple times. Who's and your friend that likes it? <laughs> it? Bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they try a couple times and they don't make it. Yeah. And he realizes it's too heavy with both of them. Mm -hmm. And so after they get started, he bails. And he notices his arm is starting to fade. So yeah. he's already, she's already starting to forget him. Yeah. So he jumps out of the wagon and as Joy makes it up back to safety, mm -hmm. he looks at her and says, fly her to the moon for me. Yeah. And I found Ugh. that when 
Let me make sure I get this correct. That was the part I Richard Kind is his so name. So hard when I watched that part. We were at the drive-in movies, and Noah was like, "You okay, Mama?" And I was like, no, I'm not okay. So Richard Kind is his name. He's the voice of Bing Bong. Mm-hmm. He was actually crying when he recorded the line, "Take her to the moon for me, Joy." Oh my god! And so were we, Richard. Do you know why I think that? I think that affected me so. I mean, it was a sad part anyways, yeah. but that was like the part of me because I feel like, um, especially me, <clears throat> but I know a lot of people do it, rush adulthood so quickly, but I think I did it. I like wanted to be an adult so bad. I don't know why. And like when I look back, that's why I'm, I don't feel like I was a child for long enough. Yeah. I feel like I grew up extremely too fast and like knew too much and experienced too much heavy shit at an early age that I shouldn't have. So like that signified to me that like that was the end of her childhood. And I was like so sad when I watched it because I was like, because she doesn't realize it's happening. And I think back and I'm like, I don't remember the moment where I wasn't a kid anymore. Right. But I know it happened really early and it was just like, I never got to say goodbye to that. Well, that's the, like the video I sent you, um, where this mom wrote about how, uh, as you see your child growing, yes. you don't realize the end of a stage. Oh, and so like, that made me freaking sob. Oh too. my gosh. I bawled. And it was basically saying like, you love so many different Versions people yeah. of your baby. It's all the same person. But like when I look at photos of Ollie yeah. as a newborn and now because he's been here a year, my time hop is showing me every single day. I know. <laughs> and, um, when I look at all those pictures and those videos, I'm like, I don't, he doesn't look like that anymore. No. And you never all. got to say goodbye to that person. It was yeah, just like, it I miss blended that baby, so much into right? The, yeah. You miss that person. I look back at Noah's toddler and I'm like, I miss that, that little toddler who would come up to me, who wouldn't leave me alone, who yep. literally wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. And now I'll be like, do you want to hang out? And he's like, no, I'm going to go to my room. And I'm like, yeah, you when, never realized. I don't remember when that stopped. Right. When did I stop being who he was obsessed Excite, with. Right. You know? Well, that's, I saw something um, on Facebook one time that was like, there's a group of kids who went and played outside, not realizing it was the last time. Oh, that's like the same thing. That makes me cry so hard because it makes me think of my old childhood friend. Yeah. It said something that was like, one one day you went out and it was the last time you went out and played with your childhood best friend. And then I read another one, which makes, I, this this is why, even though my child is almost as tall as me, yeah. <laughs> I still try to pick him up as often because there was one that was like, one day your mother put you down after picking you up and it was the last time <gasps> she ever put you down. Oh. Yeah, because, you know, there's a time where she, my mom doesn't pick me up, you yeah. know? And I'm like, oh my God. But you don't think that moment's the last time. Right. Until it is. Oh, mommy, I know. <laughs> Come pick me up. <laughs> I know. Oh, but imagination station. Okay, sorry. Let's get back to the fun stuff. <laughs> um, so imagination station is like they're they're trying to get back to headquarters and they're trying to do so via the train of thought, mm-hmm. which is an actual train. Yeah, it's so cool how they depict everything in the movie. It really is um, awesome. Again, freaking watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Did I cut out the part about marbles? What? Oh, I don't know. There's a chance I cut out a part about marbles. <laughs> you might have. I don't think so. No. I don't think we did. But um, so the train of 
speaking of trains of thought, that was not one we should have gone on, <laughs> but they're trying to get on the train of thought because it goes to headquarters. Mm-hmm. So they try to get to it in Imagination Station. And there were so many things in Imagination Station that I thought were so cool mm-hmm. because we all experienced them, or I at least think we all experienced them as kids. It, it must be if they depicted it in the movie. You right. Know? So like the floor being lava. Yes. Was one. Mm-hmm. We used to play a game. Um, so my grandma, heck, the one who lived next door to me, um, used to have Sunday dinners every Sunday and Monday dinners every Monday. She had eight children and they they would bring their significant others and children and we would have like giant family dinners every sunday Mm -hmm. and whoever could make it on monday also came on monday yeah and so my cousins and i would always play and we would go to the basement and if we weren't making up dances Mm -hmm. (laughs) then we were playing a game called shark Mm -hmm. and shark was very similar to like the floor is lava where if you were on the couches, you were safe. Yeah, but if, but you were if you're in the, in the water. Yeah. Oh, so if you're yeah. on the floor, you're in the water, the shark could get you. And we would like run around. Now as an adult, I'm like, why did I ever get off the couch? I know. <laughs> like, why did anyone ever play this game? But like, eventually we stopped. Right. Um, and we used to play like hide and go seek in the dark. And that was so freaking fun. And yeah. <laughs> Randy, you're going to love that I tell this story. Um, so Randy wanted to play and we always told her no because we thought she was too young. Yep. She, my grandma passed away just to put it in perspective when Randy was five, I want to say. So, or she was like, yeah, she was five. So then when we were playing all those games, she was, she like was three, even younger. Four, yeah. yeah. So she wanted to play hide and go seek in the dark. We're like, Randy, you can't because you're going to be too scared. Yeah. And she's like, I won't be scared. And we're like, okay, then you can sit on the steps (laughs) and we're going to shut the lights off. And if you're not scared, then you can play. And so we did that. And she goes, guys, turn it back on. I can't see my eyes. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, the light's on. You still can't see your eyes. That's, that's a weird sentence. But so we'd play hide and go seek in the dark. And there was just, it's crazy to think that we did all of those things and one time we just stopped going to the basement. We stopped playing, you know? That's so um, I also thought it was funny that she had imaginary boyfriends. Yes. I would die for Riley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did you ever have an imaginary boyfriend? Oh, yeah. Oh, so many. So many. So many. Imagine- one time I made a Facebook forum. What? Oh, wait. Yeah. I did too. Ew, <laughs> wait. And I think- oh, it wasn't a Facebook. It was a Zanga. Uh, I had one. His name was Ricky. Ricky Green. <laughs> Mine was Greg. <laughs> I don't remember his last name, but, but I got his picture off of like, he was an Abercrombie model. Oh my God. <laughs> Mine was, he was from California and he came here and <laughs> he had curly serper hair. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Brunette, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> I remember messaging other people as Greg and being like, you better back off and leave Jerry alone. Oh my God. I love her. <laughs> It's so embarrassing, but like, don't act like you guys didn't do anything stupid either. Yeah, come on. We weren't the only ones. I, I can't <laughs> wait to like, say Ricky Green to my sister because we both had him and we used him as <laughs> to other people. Did you ever fight over him? <laughs> I think we might have. There was a boy who I had his picture and I used to tell everyone that we were dating. Like, I brought it to elementary school. I'm not going to say his name because he's like kind of local. Oh um, my God. I can't wait for you to tell me when we're done with this though. <laughs> He didn't go to our school and that's why I could get away with it. I feel like I still know. Oh, probably. I, because 
his siblings are the same ages as my siblings mm-hmm. and they're all boys and we were all yeah <laughs> we're all girls yeah, and so i was like this is my boyfriend why would i have his picture and they're like that's a christmas card <laughs> Like, mind your business. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, and that, wow, this is the first time you're telling me he wasn't your boyfriend because I thought he was all of these Oh, years. no, 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 no. Wow. I can't believe Absolutely it. Absolutely not. I think Duped we, me. <laughs> I think we might have messaged, like, a couple times, but never, like, that. At least wow. I was hoping it would, and it never, it never <laughs> did. I'm very happy with the way my life played out, yeah, but, but, yeah. Um, so I also like the part that there was like buildings made of clouds. Yes. Because I always wanted to like sit on clouds. Yeah. And then that reminded me of whenever we were talking about your joy and I'm sadness. I yeah. just pictured at the end when she's like, I need you sadness. And she's like, oh, <laughs> and floating away on a cloud. <laughs> yeah. Just crying. <laughs> and the cloud is raining. <laughs> she goes over somebody. It's just raining on them. I knew you would picture a raining cloud. I pictured like a sunset. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, also, Bing Bong mentions this. It's not in Imaginary Station, Imagination Station, but Bing Bong mentions it. Um, how facts and opinions get mixed up and look similar. Yeah. Which is such a funny thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's very true. Yeah, that's my problem. Um, <laughs> there was also, they like, I loved how they did dreams in there. Yeah. <laughs> they ripped the dog apart. <laughs> it becomes yeah. a nightmare. She's like, ah! yeah. Um, my son, when we watch it, he has to have me either shut it off or fast forward through the part of the clown with the clown yeah. <laughs> that he's like, um, they send the troublemakers to the subconscious. That's what it said in the movie. Really? Uh huh. And I'm like, oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Cause they mess it. I love when they're like, She's like shooting the dream and she's like, okay, this is what we're going to do, whatever. Yeah. That everybody just starts going haywire because that's how I feel like my dreams always go. Yeah. They start making sense and then all of a sudden I'm like, well, why is a dog here? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Now it's a clown. I love when they were like, and her teeth are falling out. Yeah. And they were Shows just like teeth. dropping yeah. stuff in front of the camera. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Um, and I think, I think we covered like, everything oh no the one thing we didn't do our um, i'm gonna yeah our islands but i'm gonna touch on this before we go to our islands so something that i noticed and i don't think we said this in the beginning is that the characters are all one color mm-hmm. so the emotions so like disgust is all green yeah. like head to toe she may have like an accent scarf but she's all green um fear all purple mm-hmm. anger all oh. red sadness all blue joy has blue hair she has blue hair and she glows blue oh i did not put that together isn't that crazy that's very interesting so like because they could have very easily given her her all all yellow yeah but yeah she had blue hair oh so it was like she herself couldn't exist a little bit of sadness yeah yeah i love that isn't that crazy so i wanted to mention that before we get into our personality islands okay um so again, we kind of talked in the beginning about personality islands are being made up of core memories. Yeah. So to end this, I wanted to see if we could come up with our personality islands. So like the things that we think make us up. So mm-hmm. Riley's in the movie. She has family island. Mm-hmm. She has honesty island. She has friendship island. Friendship, hockey, 
And goofy. And goofy. So, when we, what do we think? Are we, you want me to go first? Yeah. I, this is the only thing I gave Sierra a heads up on. Yeah. Because I felt like this deserved some thought. A little bit of, yeah. So I had to, I still couldn't think because I can't think for myself ever. <laughs> but I'm like, I need help. Passive Island. Got it. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I needed a little bit of help. So we were sitting there talking about it and I was, I looked to my boyfriend and I'm like, you have to help me with my islands. And he's like, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> so he said, first, Goofy Island. Because that's like the movie. Um, he said, sad bitch island. <laughs> and the only thing on the island is a bed, a blanket, and what? Is that all I said? And it's dark. Sadness. Oh, a bed, a blanket, and sadness. And, and it's, it's always, always dark. It's always dark. <laughs> it's always nighttime. And well, I was sad like, sad bitch island. I was like, wow, yeah, you nailed me right there. Um, not, <laughs> you didn't nail you on sad <laughs> bitch island. Got it. No, that's on manic island. <laughs> Which he also named. Which he said, Manic Island, which is when I'm like, oh my God, I got so many things to do. I'm going to do them all today and I can't wait. I'm going to get my life together, which yeah. I do that often. <laughs> and that's normally after a stay on Sad Bitch Island. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what is a family? Mm-hmm. Craft Island, which yeah. is where I you do he things. He called like, it Creativity Island. He did, and which is yeah. so much cooler. Creativity yeah. Island, because we lumped the podcast in with that. Yeah. Reading, writing, crocheting, um, string, string art. art, all that stuff that I love to do. What was another one he said? I'm trying to think. I don't remember. Mm, I think that might have been it. Yeah, those are all your islands. <laughs> That's kind of goofy, sad bitch, (laughs) manic family creativity. That nails it pretty much. Yeah. I feel like you fit into that. Yeah. I would say Um, so. When I asked Shane, he said the first island of mine is basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Are you just trying to make a connection to hockey? Yeah. Um, I mean, I can see that. But yeah, I think basketball is a huge part of my personality because it's not just the sport itself. It's everything I learned during the sport. It's like my discipline. It's my um, teamwork. It's my leadership. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many things. Your competitiveness, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Don't play board games. (laughs) I will cheat. I'm going to be honest. Oh my gosh, Shane and I were playing poker. Your husband. (laughs) Listen, okay, (laughs) listen. We can play a board game, but that does not give you the right to lie to me. Yeah, okay. So we're playing Clue, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) I'm in the conservatory. Yep. And he was in the hall. And no, he was in the lounge. That's right. And I was gonna go to the lounge, and you were like, "Should I go to the lounge?" Yeah. I'm like, should I go to the lounge? And he was gave just, you a face like, Mm-mm. he's like, don't go to the lounge, baby girl. You stay in the conservatory. And I was like, ah, I'm about to win. <laughs> but I wasn't going to win. I wasn't going to win because I was still throwing people off with who I was guessing. You were guessing Miss Scarlet, right? And it was Miss Plum. Yeah, because I had Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think it was Peacock. And that's I had, right. I had Scarlet I in my Ms. hand. I said Miss Plum and it's Mr. <laughs> I, I, I met Peacock. <laughs> I had Scarlet in my hand, so I knew it wasn't her, but yes. I was throwing everyone else off. You were trying to find out who it was. I was trying to find out wh- where. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was still going to guess the wrong person, which yeah. would have let him win. Yes. But he would have won with integrity. <laughs> he would have won with honesty. And he didn't do that. And I, that's disrespectful. <laughs> and honestly, a disgrace to our vows. <laughs> so... Yeah, I got angry about it. I don't, I don't respect that. <laughs> okay. You just said you cheat. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Yeah, but cheating is a strategy. (laughs) (laughs) One day it's fair. It screwed me because we were playing poker, just him and I. Dude, I bluff the shit when I play poker. That's all I do. Bluffing is part of it. I know. That's not cheating. I full out stack the deck. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I I knew when he was going to deal the cards that I was going to, well, he had already dealt them. So I was, I already stacked them. So I knew like, okay, I'm going to pick up these ones Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to give myself a full house. Well, I gave him a freaking flush. (laughs) So he won. (laughs) Sorry, this is beeping. I have to turn it off. So anyway, back to what we're saying. So back to your islands. <laughs> back to my islands. Basketball. Um, yeah, basketball island. Um, he said music, but yeah, I would like to take creativity yeah. as well because I, agree. Um, I, think I photography. Yeah, I write. All of that goes into that. Well, could those be different islands? No, let's. You know what? Frick it. It's just gonna be a big island. It's creativity island. Mm-hmm. It's my photography. It's my music. It's my writing. Podcasts. Podcasts. Um. Yeah, I think creativity. I have a creativity island too. For sure. Um, I also have a family island. Mm-hmm. Um, do I only have three islands? <laughs> no, there's gotta do be. Do I? Do I have humor island? Yes. I have humor island. Yeah, for sure. Or like goofball. Yeah, that's what mine was like goofball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm goofy as shit. Do I think I have like an anxiety island? Yeah. Anxious Island. Yep. <laughs> Yours is Anxious Island. Mine's Sad Bitch Island. Listen, when I'm on Anxious Island, I am skeptical of everything. Yeah. That's where all my conspiracy theories live. Oh, whenever somebody walks down the street and you and I decide. Yeah. One to ten. <laughs> we play <home>. a game. <laughs> if I see someone, like I used to walk every single day mm-hmm. um, in the summertime. Sometimes now to my house. Very cold. Yeah. Sometimes she wouldn't even come out and see me. So <laughs> I would just sit on her porch. Sit on my porch. Because <laughs> I was up in Sad Bitch Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you were on Sad Bitch Island and I was on your porch. But if I would pass someone while walking, I would immediately rate them on a scale of one to for sure going to murder me mm-hmm. on like that, how likely yeah. they are to murder. Oh, that was the other Island by the way. Oh, murder yeah. mystery Island was my other Island, yep, which is my true crime, a true crime Island. Yeah. My true crime. Lynn. <laughs> I came up with that one. You did. I called well, you it, called mur- it murder. Island, <laughs> And then Corey's like, wait a minute. She doesn't murder people. <laughs> That's not what I meant yet. What? Just, like, <laughs> just kidding. Just you better kidding. stay oh on God. sad bitch. Island. I'm just kidding. Don't you get off sad bitch. Island. <laughs> I am way too lazy. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, we rate people on a scale of one to 10 on how likely they are to murder us. It's super fun. And every guy is a five or above. (laughs) (laughs) No, some, I remember I rated someone like a one and she's like, for real, they're a 10. I know. I was like, uh, -uh." I don't like going to grocery stores because I'm like, I, especially with Ollie, because I feel like I'm uh, racing against time to get him in there before someone comes and like chloroform. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, so I'm like, no, get in the seat. <laughs> Freaking conspiracy <laughs> anxiety island over here. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, when I was driving home today from his doctor's appointment, I told you I saw that kid on a bike on the overpass, and I'm mm-hmm. like, he's got a brick. He's gonna drop it. I know. Yeah, because that happens. So freaking scary. Wow. Hold on. I'm the last thing that I would like to say is that mm-hmm. how uh, number one, I did not when we talked about this, I was like, wow, it's going to be hard to fill an hour. I could talk for another hour. Me about too. This I feel like I was sure. rushing trying yeah. to get stuff in. Me too. Um, so that just goes to say we can talk about anything <laughs> for an hour. But <laughs> challenge I, accepted. If you do choose to watch this movie or if you already have, I really um, 
implore you if you have children over the age of like four or five to talk to them about it because it's been really cool talking to my son we had the discussion I asked him what he thought his islands were yeah and uh you know like I even the questions that we just ask each other ask your kids because I think sometimes we don't talk to them enough about their emotions and like ask them who they think is at the leaderboard and so whenever my son um gets really upset sometimes and anger will come out he'll I'll, I've used this movie where I'll be like do you think anger is at the control right now or do you think it's sadness and there are some times yeah. where it, he's acting angry because he's sad about something right and, and that's where you talked about them being like secondary emotions yes yeah mm-hmm. and so I, we have to get to the root when he's if you're child is misbehaving for a really long period of time nine times out of ten they're not doing that just to do it there's there's an emotional reason underlying why they're doing that so if you can get to the root of that and understand maybe it's anxiety noah's was anxiety for a long time maybe they're stressed out about a move or a divorce or there something is going on inside of them they're not just acting out to make your life harder so I think that's super important for parents to remember because I know I'm really quick to just get mad and be like, stop acting well, like this. Well, especially because like as an adult, the life experiences we have compared to a kid, yeah. we're like, you don't even know. You don't even know fear. You don't know anxiety. You don't know sadness. You're right. They don't. Right. <laughs> so the only thing that they have is what they're experiencing. Yeah. So don't compare your life experiences right they're not there yet they'll yeah. get to your level of sad yes <laughs> <Okay>. yes <laughs> but they're not there yet and you have to validate them maybe they're not sad because they haven't experienced grief like you have but who's to say that like they're not grieving losing a childhood home like i did or a toy yeah that, that might be their first experience yes. of loss and it, it could mean so much to them and it, that's all they know mm-hmm. and, I, and i feel like when I, we moved i was told like kind of stop being dramatic get out of your bedroom it's just a house you, you're literally 10 minutes away from where you were yeah. but that house meant a lot to me and it was it was um a time period in my life that was ending, not just right. the house. So if I wish this, I would have talked to somebody, even like yeah. like a therapist or something at that point, because I think deep down there was a lot more going on that I should have yeah. been aware of or that like somebody well, should have been like aware of. How people and how you talk to yourself in those instances affect how you talk to yourself the next time you feel sadness Mm -hmm. and the next time you feel sadness, the next time you feel fear, the next time you feel any of those emotions, if you meet those emotions with the same kind of animosity or, um, frustration that you did the first time, it doesn't matter the scale of the sadness. Right. Um, you're still not going to process it well. Yeah. So take an opportunity in those kind of what you view as small. Yeah. Um, to teach your kids, you know, how to process those exactly. things. Exactly. And Processing I think in talking about your emotions and being able to like sift through them is huge yeah. for children. Also, we're not doctors. We don't no. know anything. We're However, psychologists, but, but I really think this helps. I'm, I am saying this because this is what my child did go, um, b- before he was diagnosed with ADHD, we thought that he had autism or that he was on the spectrum mm-hmm. and he was behaving like Erratically. we had never seen him behave at school. He was acting out a lot. Mm-hmm. So we ended up taking him to a child therapist Uh and uh this is all things that she told me she was like his bad behavior 
there's a root cause to it. And what we need to do is get him to be able to talk to you about his emotions Mm -hmm. because the better you guys can communicate, the more he's going to be able to tell you, I'm feeling sad instead of acting out. Right. Because right now he doesn't know how that he can just tell you I'm feeling sad. And he might even, he might not know that that's what's going on and why he's feeling that way. He might have no idea, but he wants, they want attention And the reason that they're doing that is because, and it's not necessarily attention in the way that's like, look at me. It's it's like, there's an emotion that I need tending to. Yeah. And it might, like I said, it might not even be, they don't think in their head, I'm going to do this to get my mom to pay attention to me. But like deep down there, it's like when children cry. Right. You know what I mean? Like when babies cry, when they need something, it's because that's the only way to vocalize. Like I need something. You need to figure it out. And like toddlers and then young children, when they do tantrums, nine times out of 10, it's the, it's the same thing. Maybe yeah. they're tired or overstimulated or whatever. Yeah. But I think being able to, at a young age, discuss things like this with them can help a lot in the long run. Yeah. I have an education in applied behavior analysis and I am, um, you know, I do have my bachelor's in special education. So mm-hmm. like I, I taught kids um, on the spectrum or with down syndrome mm-hmm. kids who, um, had behavior, uh, I don't like to call them, you know, behavior issues, but right. they had a difficult time communicating their mm-hmm. needs sometimes because they were nonverbal. Exactly. And so, um, I actually watched a video about a girl, um, I had this class and I had <sighs> to find a different way to report back. So instead of writing a paper or doing a poster, we had to come up with a creative way of, um, giving information, doing like a presentation. And I watched this video on this girl and she was on the spectrum. She Mm -hmm. had pretty severe autism. She was nonverbal. Um, and she used to hit her head all the time. She used to just smack herself off the floor. She used to scream. She used to flail. She had a a lot of self-stemming, um, things that she would do. Mm -hmm. And, they gave her a laptop and she started typing with perfect grammar, making full complete sentences. They didn't think that that she had any kind of education and she was aware of everything everyone was saying about her Mm -hmm. because they spoke in front of her like she wasn't a person and her parents in this video said they felt awful because they didn't know. Yeah. That's the other thing too with toddlers, by the way, they are absorbing a lot more than you are aware that they're just because they can't communicate back with you. Right. Be very conscious about what you're saying to them or about them around them. Um, and so she was saying like, it feels like I'm a can of Coke and someone shook me up. I feel like I'm being no. um, stung by a thousand bees. Oh and goodness. the only way to get it to stop is if I hit my head. Do things, if yeah. I do these self-stemming things, if I create a stimuli, it quiets the other ones. Wow. And that makes a her, lot of sense. Actually, Right. For her to be able to verbalize that all because someone gave her a laptop. And like, I know we're kind of really veering away, but, um, those are some of the things that Sierra's talking about is mm-hmm. like, there is a source. Yes. She wasn't just hitting her head to hit her head. Exactly. Same with your, like, again, if you, right. your children aren't just throwing tantrums because they want to, because they like embarrassing you at the grocery store. Right. When you see, when you're seeing a, a behavior of some yeah. sort, that's normally the peak. Yes. It started somewhere, somewhere. else. And that's what you got to find out. Yeah. And sometimes there's a pattern, sometimes there's not, but I feel like being able to talk 
about these things with your kids. Um, and even with myself, there's this, uh, um, idea that you can't control your mind. Yeah. That your mind is just this runaway thing and you are controlled by it, but stopping and saying what's in control of my emotions, mm-hmm. what's in control of my actions. Why um, am I behaving like this? Who's at the leaderboard? Yep. Can really make you go from a place of feeling out of control mm-hmm. to feeling in control. Yes, absolutely. And this is such a powerful movie. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's when I watched it the first time, I literally went, first of all, first thing I did was I was like, I'm buying that movie and I bought it as soon as it came out. And then I lost it in one of my moves. Right. So when it was on Disney plus those goddamn moves, I seriously, Oh my God, I lost so much of my things, but so many, so much, whatever. <laughs> but, um, then when I saw it was on Disney plus, that's the first movie we watched again. When I watched it the first time, Noah was like four, maybe. Yeah. So we talked about it a little bit then, but it, I was, my very first thought watching it now that he's a little bit older, mm-hmm. I looked at him and I, and I was just thinking like, I can't believe that was a children's movie because yeah. the discussion we were able to have afterwards was what we used to have after his therapy sessions. Like yeah. really, it literally, it, it, even more a little in depth because he was paying attention. He yeah. got it because it was fun for him. It was right. like, it's an, it's a hella interesting movie. Okay? <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. It's so funny. Like I could really watch informative. it. I could watch it a million times. Yeah. The way that they make everything is so cute and like, but it's still, I don't know. It's just yeah, super good movie, man. Yeah. So this was a great episode. I'm really happy we did it. Yeah, me too. So, uh, I hope you guys were able to follow it. I felt like we tried to jam a lot into a short amount of time, even though an hour and, 11 minutes doesn't feel like a short amount <laughs> yeah. of time but um thanks yes. for hanging out and i feel like if you guys want to send us you know y- your islands or yeah please or, uh, this one of the things we wanted to do with this was open discussions so yeah please we love when people send us like people are still sending us dreams i love that um, people will send we had so many conflicting things about the mandela effect which was fascinating yes. um we love the interaction and the feedback that we're getting from you guys so uh keep it up thanks yes. for it we yes. love this little community uh yeah so that's the that on us inside out yeah All right, we're out. Goodbye. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. 
Auto Trader.